0: Take care of yourself so that you can really be present for others. Be
1: kind to yourself during this
0: adjustment period and realize that, yeah, we're all going to make some mistakes.
1: From Comcast NBC Universal Lift Labs, it's Ideas Elevated, the podcast that elevates innovative entrepreneurs and their ideas. I'm Danielle Kahn, head of Lift Labs, and today I'm chatting with Shauna Griffiths. Shauna is a dynamic hybrid marketer who has successfully worked and led remotely for the last five years. She was named a 2017 Game Changer by Sports Business Journal and selected as one of the 2017 Hatch 100. In this episode, Shauna and I will chat about ways you can not only work from home, but lead from home during the COVID crisis or anytime when leading a team remotely. She'll emphasize the importance of self-care and taking care of your family and pets while isolated. And she'll give you tips and tricks for other ways you can maximize your productivity and remain happy and healthy while staying home and helping to flatten the curve. My conversation with Shauna Griffiths now on Ideas Elevated. I actually met Shauna through one of our companies in the Comcast NBC Universal Lift Labs Accelerator, called Game On Matt Bailey, and. Matt had been meaning to introduce us, and through the COVID crisis, Matt has actually put together a great group that is meeting and helping startups and mentoring startups that are in the sports space, but in in a lot of different spaces. And so Shauna and I first met last week, and during that process of that meeting, Shauna actually shared some best practices about working from home that I found incredibly useful. Some of the best advice that I have been given since everyone is working from home. And so please welcome Shauna.
0: Thank you so much, Danielle. It's an absolute pleasure to join you today.
1: And Shauna, first, let's talk about Matt Bailey and Game On and your relationship with Matt and how you know Matt and you've been a mentor and advisor to him. Yeah, Matt
0: first came on my radar when he had come to the U.S. and was looking for a job, so I think it was maybe about seven or so years ago, and he applied for a job working under me in sponsorship sales at the agency that I was working at, and he just captivated me right away, and I always have a philosophy that people can stay a part of, you know, I can say a part of people's journey as long as they would like to, and he really took to that, and We made amazing things happen together at the agency and have just stayed close. And when he came up with Game On, I was grateful and honored to be the first one to see the business plan and that just have been involved since that since that day. And he's phenomenal. He's one of those people that anything he touches with his work ethic, with his passion, he's going to find a way to be successful. And so it's just been an absolute joy to be a part of his his journey.
1: Yeah. And it was interesting because he was going to be doing a pilot with our Comcast business team for March Madness. And so in all of the bars and restaurants where uh, Comcast has services, during March Madness, you were going to be able to experience game on with your friends. And so he's been pivoting and figuring out what to do during this time. And the thing that I'm so impressed by Matt around, uh, among many things, is he is now giving his time and pulled together a group that's meeting weekly called Project S, S as in startup, (laughs) (laughs) Yes. and And it's it's a founder and connector meetup. It's on Tuesdays, I think around 5 p.m. Eastern time. And there's four founders. They share their story, their challenge, innovation, and then others chime in on how they can help them. And there's a great group, including you. Why are you joining each week? What are you getting out of it? What's actually been one of the most interesting connections you've made so far?
0: The reason I'm joining is, well, one... Again, anything Matt touches, I will support a hundred percent. I too am inspired by his ability to his relentlessness, his resilience and, and innovation constantly, like you were just talking about. He didn't let that the, the bars closing and things stop him. He decided to innovate and figure out next steps. So I find that inspiring and to constantly be around that is wonderful. I think to just that sense of coming together, that connection that the weekly meetup provides is phenomenal and hearing people with in all different types of business and you know different different ways of thinking is like fuel fuel for my soul fuel for my mind that i think i need particularly at this time with so many new normals happening particularly in in my world but in the world in general
1: yeah, that's really great. And on one of those calls, you came on at the end and you actually talked about work from home. And I work occasionally offsite from my home or at the beach or on vacation. And it, But it's not an everyday thing for me. And I was just – you gave the best advice and the reason why I really wanted to have you on today – was to talk and, and give some feedback and, and advice on not just working from home, but leading from home. Right. And the number one thing that I'll start with is I have been waking up and making sure to brush my teeth before every <laughs> first phone call. Or it makes a difference, right? Big time. So, but what are some of the other the other important advice that you'd have for leaders? leading from home and people who find themselves in this new norm. What you just mentioned might brush your teeth before
0: your first call. It's, it's kind of funny, but it's very true. And it has to do with self-care related to leadership. And I think that, you know, leadership is so critical when you're working remotely, when you're working during times of change and crisis and you know, if you're gonna be able to be present and leading others, you have to come from a place where you're actually taking care of yourself, self-care, and something as simple as pausing to brush your teeth, that's critical. And it's it's these little things that make such a big difference. And I think a lot of times people talk about work remote tips and they they really just focus on, oh, connect digitally and have these chats. And I think there's so many more things. So if you're gonna lead from home, it's take care of yourself so that you can really be present for others. Be kind to yourself during this adjustment period and realize that, yeah, we're all going to make some mistakes. And I think there's an inherent ability to feel a bit insecure along the way when you're, especially when you're first starting. And then I think something you and I talked about the other day is there can be different adjustments for people who are, you know, different stages of their career when they're working remotely. So I think that's something to also tune into and, and, Give yourself the care you need so if you need to not be on video all day or to take fewer calls certain day or you're someone who needs the opposite really pay attention to those things so again you can lead others i think Inventing and protecting time for yourself, and and I've thought about this actually since that call, that project ask call. I think it's really important to either like things like move your body every single day, meditate, do one or the other, um, or both, preferably. I find them both really helpful. And then the other thing is making that inventing and protecting that quality time to be with the people that fuel your soul, that they give you the nurturing you need. Again, as leaders, and especially when you're remote, a lot of times it can feel like you're. Giving giving up, you're servicing all day. And so it can feel like your cup empties. And so what are you doing throughout the day to basically fill your cup back up? And so again, that's why I say like move your body, meditate, spend time with people or animals, you know, that really give you what you need and nurture you. And even that, like figure out how you're going to nurture yourself throughout the day, nourish yourself throughout the day, literally like, what are you going to eat? Because if not, what are you going to drink? Those type of things. Cause you can quickly be on calls all day you skip meals or you get completely dehydrated or
1: you know you find yourself just like camped out in the cupboards all day (laughs) so yeah, i saw somebody one on someone on my team has blocked every day at noon to eat and it just says do not schedule (laughs) (laughs) i'll be doing that i'll be setting that time too later today oh that's fantastic I think the
0: last thing that, you know, for really that fits into that self care bucket is one that I had to learn, which was to simply like the physicality of alternating between sitting and standing. When I first started working remotely about four and a half years ago, I just would sit at a seat like it was my desk all day, like I was used to, and then goodness, my body would hurt. I would try to get up at the end of the day to go exercise or something, and I was like super stiff. So, and it also changes the way that you're able to walk, talk, and project and feel about yourself. I think there's a, you know, it's sort of like you can stand in your own strength. And I think there's a physical representation of that, especially for leaders, So again, I highly recommend, and you don't necessarily need a fancy standing desk. I literally, I I use different areas in my house, like whether it's a dresser or a countertop, but definitely take time to stand and stand in your own strength.
1: I've been trying to figure out those standing places in in the places I've been working. One uh, today that I have is I've got this table, but then I have a bowl that's turned over and I have my laptop on that because that gets it to the right height. <laughs> you <gotta laughs> to totally. do, do right? A
0: hundred percent. I mean, if you have like, I've, I've used everything from pillows to books to like a yoga block that I'll stand on. There are all these different things to create that, you know, again, you don't need a special fancy desk that operates up and down. You know, again, it's what do you need to allow you to be your best to work at your optimal. So I'll transition to the next things that I think is really important. And it's, it's awareness of yourself and others as you're leading. So one is get to know your staff and the degree to which they need community. Again, like in this new environment that we are all working in and then help them create that community. So again, some of this, I believe, is generational. So, you know, when I'm seeing people, you know, at the agency that I worked for, where they would be, you know, quite a bit younger than me, would be all working together at a table and that community sense all day. I've never been able to work that way. I need more space and things. So, figure out what people need. I had someone ask me recently what to do for her staff that needed more of that, and they said they were struggling. And I said, well ask them to tell you more about that. Get them to like put it to words. What is the challenge? Because then you can work with them to help figure out what they need. Do they need literal breaks that are like water cooler breaks scheduled every day or morning coffee chats that you do virtually? And I, you know, those can be, you don't talk about work. You just can talk about like connect as humans. I think that human connection is really important. Also, Really set the example because you have to keep in mind, especially as a leader, you're in a completely new environment and there's a bit of needing to earn earn the trust of your people when you're working and they're working in a new environment. So be present, be authentic, let them know what to expect. So when I say be present, I mean, there are some people who may work remotely and then they disappear for a day or they don't, you know, again have touch points with your team. It's just critical. Yet at the same time, don't become a helicopter. Oh, exactly. That was one of the parts. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. That was one of the parts I talked about was some of that initial instinct. I think it comes from a place of like almost insecurity in a new place, figuring out how to lead. So you're right. Like That might be your initial instinct is to become a helicopter and micromanage. And my encouragement is really for us to challenge ourselves as leaders, to give people freedom, to empower them, to, you know, I gave another suggestion to someone recently to have people work together to, they they can give them maybe the community that they want. It can help upskill them and then come back and present to you in a different way. But again, to your point, you know, and, and what I believe is empower people.
1: I think that advice is really important, too, from from your team's perspective, too. Like, you don't have to create more meetings to fill your calendar, <laughs> right? Mm-hmm. Your manager shouldn't and, you know, hopefully isn't looking at your calendar to see how busy you are based on your calendar, realizing that you have work to do. And, you know, I think that in some cases people are filling their calendars because it's an uncomfortable time. Right. But also that's how they're sort of dictating how successful they were for the day is how many yeah. meetings they had in the day. Right. And I think, again, if if people
0: are allowed to have that flexibility to, and that trust to feel empowered, to create something, to research something, to use their time. And someone who used to work for me actually said recently When there's downtime or a different type of working situation, the true value I think people can show is how they use that time. To your point, you don't have to schedule a bunch of meetings, but you make yourself so useful during that time by contributing, by servicing, by learning you know and helping people around you so just just a few more things i think that especially during this time when i think there's a an air of fear and unknowns in the world and in, you know how we're operating and also as people are adjusting to this new norm of working remotely I encourage people to dare to be as transparent and real as possible. So you're going to have, you're not going to see people in passing or they're not going to see you from afar. They see or hear you on the exact touch points that you do have with them. So I encourage people to make those touch points as real, transparent and meaningful as possible. So rather than, You know, whether it's like full of fluff or just inspirational quotes and things, those can all have a place. But I think what people are looking for in this time is is real, truthful connection. A little bit of real talk goes a long way, I think. (laughs) And as you're doing this, I again, I have a, a friend of mine who one day said two ears and one mouth. So listen intently, both for what is said and what isn't said. As we're leading in a different environment, so sometimes people, they may say one thing, but their tone may give you a different feeling, and that allows you to ask more questions and, again, listen intently because what you're looking to do is figure out how to get the best out of yourself and them in this new environment. So in that also goes, be aware. I have this thing where I literally start to listen to my for my voice, and if I hear my voice, I think I'm talking too much. So create space so that other people can talk. And, you know, again, that goes back to empowering and trusting others. My last one, oh, actually, I'll, I'll I'll lead on this one, which is staying aware and informed of what's going on in the marketplace, because we are in these new isolated environments. And so I think making sure that we're picking our heads up, connecting with people, but also seeing how brands, founders, leaders, how people are behaving, acting, changing is, is really critical because it gives you a sense of connection and awareness. So well, those are some of my tips and I, I hope uh, they're, they're helpful. They're so
1: incredible. They're great tips. <laughs> Thank they you. really, I mean, I have to say I, out of everything on Project Us in addition to meeting the <laughs> founders. I was—I needed that dose of inspiration in this new normal that we're in right now. Just in wrapping things up, Shauna, you're a marketing expert and you've helped big brands, get, I'm sure get through hard times, but develop partnerships in, in great times too. What, what's one tip that you would give to a startup right now um, who's thinking and specifically in sports right now where, where just times are tough and everything's on hold what's the advice that you the top tip you're giving to every sports entrepreneur right now continue to look to innovate
0: and find ways to connect and provide value to the audience the audience has not gone away the passion that the audience has has not gone away it's not dwindled if anything it's they're sitting on the edge of their seats. They want those touch points. And so I think the, the, that incredible passion to be able to harness that is is really what brands are, especially in sport, are looking for. So finding ways to, again, if you need to innovate from the platform that you're doing right now because of the circumstances there to do that and remember that your audience is still there and they're looking for content engagement, but one that is very rich in value proposition. So, you know, make sure that if you're taking something to them, it feels authentic, real, and valuable to them. It speaks to them, especially keeping in mind like what's going on right now. So I think, again, going to them in relevant, meaningful ways right now, and and you can keep them engaged and even increase that affinity
1: during this time. This has been Ideas Elevated from Comcast NBC Universal Lift Labs. Be sure to subscribe to the show and leave us a rating on Apple Podcasts. For more information and to find us on social, head to comcastnbculift.com or check out the show notes. Ideas Elevated is a Q9 production. This episode was produced by Kevin Schmidlin, mixing and editing by Max Graham, and theme music by The Last Generation on film. From Lift Labs, I'm Danielle Kahn. Until next time.